conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash Girls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Girls. Sign up today. Men don't love me for my money. They love me for my sass. Probably because I only have sass. Oh, my turn. Um, (laughs) For New Year's, I gave up sugar, but I'm still looking for a daddy. Yes. episode 32 which I did check and in a <laughs> in a remarkable chapter in the evolution of this sassy little show not only do we have the lovely Ben Rimmelauer back but we have new audio so guys I have read all of your um, such kind, gentle, constructive, constructive <laughs> respectful reviews on iTunes and um, also in social media and in some cases direct messages, tweets, and <laughs> responses. And, and the note outside the door. <laughs> that was written in someone's blood, probably. Nene Leakes, who knows? <laughs> Danielle um, Stout. <laughs> Actually, it's right outside the door. Um, So we have new audio. So guys, let me know if you like it because um, it costs like a couple of shekels. Like I am... How many digits? Tell me how many digits. Three. So I I am excellent. You would love this. I'm excellent with money. Yes. I'm terrible. Oh, you're better than me though. Well, my insurance... Shout out to Obamacare. Didn't realize that you had to renew it year to year. I thought it just like went on forever until like oh, no. I got a big girl job and had benefits or whatever. So um, I went to pay my monthly whatever the fuck and was like, oh, why does it say it expired? So I called Blue Cross and they were like, um, boo-boo, you have to renew it year to year. Called the insurance company to renew it and they were like, oh, okay, we're going to renew it. I'm going to save you some money, save me a bunch of money, and it doesn't start until February, so you don't have to pay your premium this month. And you're uninsured this month. <laughs> Secondary. Immediately. <laughs> 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 so I literally, the, the cha-ching, the dollar You are amazing. 
my God. Like the third post was from my favorite vintage jewelry store. <laughs> Victorian diamond. It's a sign. It's a sign. So I literally put on my sweatpants, bought a bunch of rides on Flywheel, went downtown. My spin studio is four doors down, essentially, from Pippin Vintage. Shout out Pippin Vintage. This will not get me a discount. Just try it. Just try Walk in. They're like, hey, Sarah, how are you today? (laughs) Which is bad. And I saw a little lavalier pendant that I'd seen on Instagram and was like, oh, let me just look at it. So I bought it because, you know... That'll keep I you have, safe from harm. This is what I'm thinking. Like, I'm not going to be able to break my It's like foot. a talisman. That's what I survived yeah. having the flu. You did the right thing. I did the right thing. And then I was like, you know what? I should probably also look into recording stuff. So then I go to, you know, the Hebrews downtown. Shall oh, represent. like... Represent. No, but like... <laughs> good... <laughs> like, I'm, the, the like I'm really mad at the me. Jews right now. I know. We're all really upset at the Hebrews, and we're all Jewish, so it's okay. Um, so I go downtown, and they're like, so you need to buy a new recorder, which, listeners, I guess you probably could have told me that, but I um, need to buy a new recorder, and then I had to buy lavaliers, and I was looking at them. I was, like, wearing my Victorian diamond lavalier pendant, and I was like, I'm buying a third lavalier. I have to buy two more lavaliers, and they don't even sparkle? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? We should be dazzle these. Guys, listeners, can someone send me, like, a metallic pink pen, and I'm just going to yeah. doodle on the lavaliers? Or we could, like, roll roll this part in glue and then roll it in glitter. <gasps> oh, my God. That's what I'm going to invest the next week of my life in. <laughs> I'm so excited. You better Insta the shit out of I'm that. I'm going to Instagram <laughs> the shit out of it. And, guys, you can follow me on Instagram, but I decline those requests. Wow. She's private. I'm... Crazy. And I, I'm public. I'll copy hers and share it so everybody can see it. What's your Instagram? Ben Rimmelauer. Oh, is it Ben Rimmelauer? I'm Ben Rimmelauer everywhere. You. I like your stuff. Even like my grinders, Ben Rimmelauer. Like, I'm just no shame in my game. Your grinder has your actual name on it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Your full name? Full name. Was that a lifestyle choice? What do you feel? Do you feel like... Mostly it's because I'm senile, and if I start having different names... Like, I have the same... If you want to steal my money, my password is just Lupone for everything. Shut <laughs> Uh, I just, I can't handle, like, different identities, you know? It's all one. It's all one. But I feel like Grindr, that's, like, a real commitment. Well, I hate to break it to you, but people are not, like, <laughs> if anyone's into me at all, they're usually oh ready God. to, like, buy the whole package. Can I tell you, so I have a date tomorrow night, which we're not going to talk about for a reason <laughs> I'll tell you about offline. Oh. But in order to have my best foot forward, and that foot will be in a Manolo Blahnik, I have made so many fucking beauty hair appointments. Because this is like a date that sort of matters. It's not like a bullshit date where yeah. I just roll out there and be like, no, buy full, me a drink. And full I, court press. Like, I feel like I really have to. And the last several times he has seen me, I've gotten a blowout. So there's an expectation that I'm going to look like a Disney princess. And it's like, how do you evolve that... Mm. Like, how mm-hmm. do I slowly take off some of the filters? Like, how do I remove Valencia, remove everything else, remove, like, the sepia undertones? Like, how do I get to a place where he still thinks I'm a Disney princess, but I look slightly more haggard? This is amazing. <laughs> like, like, like why is this not already a book? This deserves its own podcast. Oh, At no, the very least, is, a BuzzFeed piece. This is what <laughs> <laughs> the title is like. 
How to be mid twenties plus? No, ten, in ten, ten steps to go from hot first date looks to like <laughs> to real girlfriend. Me. Yeah, it's like the process of actual me. I guys, it's so expensive. Yeah. and then it's like you know, knock on the door. Oh, hey, no, this is just me. Oh, oh, were yeah. we going out tonight? I like, forgot. I literally, my colorist is like, I love when you're dating because I make <laughs> so much money because I don't need to get my braids done. Like, yeah. I could wait another couple weeks, no. but instead, I'm sitting my fat ass in yeah. the chair at the salon tomorrow for four hours to make sure that that we should have recorded there and you could multitask you guys oh my god the evolution of this podcast if i you should start doing it while you're getting your hair done guys it's so many it takes so many hours it takes so long it takes so many hours it's hard i mean all i do is get the gray out and obviously i didn't do that this month oh but your hair looks great but guys you don't even have to do anything and you guys are adorable but when i get the gray out and which is nothing compared to dyeing your whole head. It t- I'm so annoyed. I'm like, 15 minutes. I'm like, is it time yet? Is it time yet? And I'm Hours. like, it's, I can't, how it's a waste Hours. of time. You should be like writing a novel. Oh, and then they try to charge you more for a blowout at the end. So I'm like, guys, technically, how do I know the color is, is okay? Unless someone is literally spending a half hour to give me that little Thanks. higher, closer to God. Where do you go? Can, can we get some free, uh, free um, stuff? My color does actually listen to the podcast. Amazing. <laughs> Fan shout out to AJ Lorday at Pierre Michelle in on the Upper East Side. Yeah, They're side. wonderful. Um, Bianca Jagger goes to her. Woo! I had to explain to my colorist assistant who who Bianca Jagger was. I bet. She did it now, and I was like, "Do you know what Studio Fifty Four is? And have you heard of cocaine? I mean, like, like your <laughs> colorist assistant, you should know that more than anyone. Now she's like, Cause Bianca has aged. I mean, she's she's beautiful, but she's she's a little older now. She's you know. Okay, is she still pulling Mid-50s. off the, like, uh, Chanel, um... I couldn't tell under the robe. Ah, sure. The robe sort yes. of disguised. It's the great equalizer. <laughs> also, everyone comes in with, like, Chanel and Birkins, and I, like, yeah. have a cloth tote bag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> from your, from your favorite vintage life. shop. Guys, my favorite vintage shop. Um, so we'll see if I pay that insurance premium next month. We'll just you play may, that You might year. need more stuff. As long as you're healthy. Stuff. As long, right, I feel like. Oh wait, but with Obamacare, don't you get fined if you don't have insurance, or do they have to catch you? Um, I think they have to catch me. But when I first signed, even up, though we're talking about, it. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't tell the government. <laughs> Actually, they might, depending on the new administration, you might get rewarded for not being insured. All oh, right, they're like, yeah, fuck Obama. <laughs> go, go pee on his bed. Die on the streets. It'll be wonderful, everyone. So Ben, I need to get your thoughts. Yes. Um, I have them, you know. Okay, I love it. So, I I sort of don't know where to begin. There's been a lot that's been happening in the Royal Housewives, mm-hmm. canon, empire. And I thought, I was sort of under the impression that Beverly Hills this season wouldn't be great. I thought it was going to be kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And I had been reading those dumb, like, Radar Online bullshit, bullshit, oh. bullshit pieces about, like, how it's being terrible and whatever. There's not a lot of shit going on and happening. Whoever, whichever housewife, like, leaked it she wasn't getting enough screen time uh-huh. or didn't, like, Classic. an early edit or whatever it was. Yeah. But I really am sort of totally obsessed. Certainly now. I mean, yeah. all the seasons start slow, but, right. I, like, this week I was, like, glued to the TV. I was 100% in. Watch Beverly Hills twice, which is sort of my minimum. I always watch at least twice. And then I usually, and then I do Watch What Happens Live. 
I hope you people appreciate. I love that I'm talking into the computer. right here. I hope you guys appreciate what she does for you. So much dedication for um, my sassy indie girls listeners. Um, but I felt like there was so much that was being given. First off, Erica Jane performing It's Expensive to Be Me or It's, it's Expensive, whatever the fuck it's called, on Watch What Happens Live was so fucking good with her dancers who had kind of like what's a dad bod, the dad bod thing where I was I incorrectly said to someone that I thought they looked like a bear and yeah. he was like no no it's a dad bod right there was like a real they were sort of chunky and beefy which for me is like a plus plus yeah I I, I feel a little reluctant to comment on men's bodies at this juncture in my Why? journey personally speaking um, but I do see your point wait why won't you comment <laughs> Um, do you want to see the patch in my crotch? Because I ripped my jeans when I... Ben Rimmelauer just bent over. That is a very Real Housewife move. Oh, my God. Because I was like, oh, let me take... Shut up. And by the way, these are my fat jeans. (laughs) Oh, no. You guys. Yeah. So we're on a diet. Okay, so we're on a diet. I love it into it every day of my life. Um, phenomenal as I drink my Splenda iced tea. Splenda doesn't count. It doesn't count. And it's like water. Kellyanne Conway <laughs> tweeted an article today saying that it's bullshit that Diet Coke makes you fat. Does Diet Coke? Oh, well, yeah. People have been saying like, that. Right, that, because but, it's like linked to diabetes. Yeah, well, that the idea was supposedly that it r- tricks your blood sugar into thinking you've had sugar and then you like go crazy. Oh, and it want later. sugar. Oh. But apparently that is not true, according to Kellyanne. What? And she's very thin. What Say what you will. What size of Real Housewives could you see Kellyanne Conway on? Oh, and DC, definitely one. De- <laughs> DC doesn't count because it was canceled and yeah. terrible. I mean, she's sort of something like a. Camille Grammer, Dina, oh, like Dina, Dina Manzo, like yeah. mystical. She's pink. somewhere in the middle. Well, just her look. I could see Kellyanne fucking shit up on Real Housewives of New York. I could 100 percent see her going toe to toe with Bethany. Yeah. Like if you Probably threw your leg at her, she would Ramona. throw it right back at you. Oh, 100 percent. I think she and Ramona would either despise each other or be yeah. best friends for life. Yeah, she, she and Luann might get along though. Who, her and Luann? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Actually, because she's got... Because Luann is kind of like... I love Luann, but she's a little full of shit. And, like, Kellyanne is down with that. Wait, have you met Luann before? Um, I know Luann, like, over email, but I don't know if I've actually met her in person. But someone introduced us because at some point she wants to do a cabaret act and, like, <gasps> I'm maybe going to direct it for her. Shut up. So Wait, we've had, like, many... Is that still happening? Sort of. I mean... Is that why she's always at the Regency? Well, she she's a, she's a, seri- well, they don't have fine signs anymore. They but, don't. But Julianne is super into cabaret. She's like a New York, like, show tune girl. Well, what's his face emceed her reception? Um, Jim Caruso. Yeah, exactly. She goes to Birdland all the like time. Crazy. Yeah. She goes to Cafe Carlo a lot, Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I don't know if that's really going to happen, but, but I've been, I've had many uh, exchanges with her about that. What, um, franchise would you see Ivanka on? Ivanka Melania. Ivanka and Melania. I would have to say New York, right? I would say Ivanka, New York, Melania, Beverly Hills. Yeah, I guess you're right. I think yeah, she wouldn't, be, she wouldn't fit in in New York. She wouldn't They're fit too in New York. scrappy. OC would light her on fire and be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Miami canceled, no longer exists. Jersey, 
what to do. They would eat her for breakfast. <laughs> they would eat her for breakfast. She would run away screaming. Roadkill. By the way, would I? I yeah. would not survive two seconds no. filming with the Jersey cast. I would yes. be like, what language are you speaking? Let me yeah. know when it's English. Like, I have no idea what you're If I was about. a woman, I wouldn't survive either. What franchise would you like to be on if you were on one? Where would you feel most comfortable? Where would you BH. aspire? Oh, yeah, Beverly Hills. And I think probably, I guess in theory, I would aspire to New York, but only if I could be like, a level of New York fabulous that I'll probably never attain. Whereas, like, Beverly Hills, I'd be fine just being, like, a, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, Friend of? Uh, what, what's the show? Uh, like, oh. Vanderpump Rules Reject, you oh know? Oh, my like, God. I could just, what was that gay guy that was, like, staying at her house, like, the first season? Ma- oh, shit, what's his name? I'm like, British. I was going to say Max, but that's her son. Yeah. You're like, about. I could totally be that. And, like, just me and Pandora are like, there's nothing to eat here. Pandora? <laughs> yeah. Vanderpump. Last name, married last name, whatever it is. So interesting. Yeah. Pandora's in publicity stills uh-huh. for Vanderpump Rules. Does she appear on it? No, she does not. She did for two Do you watch Vanderpump seconds. Rules? I don't watch. I, it's like I follow it, but I don't watch it. So, like, I stay. People tell me what's happening. Yeah. Like, if it's on TV, I'll watch it. So I know about Sheena's divorce, and I know about um, um, all, like, the different... Whatever the That's name impressive. Steve's or whatever. What are the names of those? I've never two? seen it. Not one episode. Super, I forget. The, oh, Tom. They're two Toms. Sandoval and Schwartz. And one of them's Katie's getting married. She's the di- like the biggest dick on the show. It's strange. Vanderpump Rules is. It was one of those shows where I didn't initially get into it because I thought it was going to be a genuine extension of The Real Housewives because of how it aired. You know, Lisa had Brandy appear on this thing where Brandy oh. was confronting oh, her right. I remember that um, subplot. Mistress. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be a little bit closer to Real Housewives. And then when it started airing, I was like, oh, this is like super trashy, dirty, skeezy in a way that mm. is so disconnected from... Real Housewives that I didn't love it at first, and then I was like, no, you know what? I'm just going to, like, binge through the first two seasons and get through and see what it's left. And I actually really kind of enjoy it because it's trashy, dumb, tawdry, stupid, sad, I would say, and not – it's just a totally different flavor from anything Real Housewives I don't think I can handle – dumb, cute, straight guys. Like, I could handle them if they were, like, football jocks. Well, there's only really one... There are only really two straight guys. There's Jax, right. who fucks I, I everyone. I keep seeing him on Watch What Happens Live, and he bothers me so much. He's really, really greasy. So it's one of those things where somehow he was getting laid every 45 minutes when he wasn't on a TV show. I can yeah. only imagine what that's like now. I think he just kind of was like... Okay, I'll put it in by. Yeah, it's brought <laughs> like, to you by Viagra. Right, 100%. There are several assorted blue pills that are like getting him through the day. And then there's Tom Sandoval, who's, I think, slightly gay. He's just... What kind of a straight man would work at... a um, woman. I can't imagine it. What's it called? Pump. Pump. Or pump or, or sir. Or sir, yeah. And I walked into... I was in L.A. for New Year's last year. Walked into pump and started to cry. <laughs> wow, it's like the holy land. <laughs> I literally, they're like, do you want to eat something? I couldn't eat. I had no appetite for the fourth time in my entire wow. life. And was like so just like in a zen place. And I've, you know, read those pieces about how the food's really shitty, whatever, blah, 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 at all of, at all of LVP's restaurants. And I have to tell you, I just, it looked phenomenal. It's a beautiful restaurant. It's a beautiful restaurant. I'm yeah. sure the food sucks. 
I'm sure the drinks yeah. are like crazy expensive, you know, for LA. So it's like half of what it would be in a New York right, city. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, all. They're like fourteen ninety five for a martini. And I'm like, oh my god, it's on sale. Yeah, happy hour. <laughs> right. um, yeah, so it's Vandy rules is definitely interesting for what it is. If you're like looking for deeply, deeply escapist. Um, if I was gonna watch that or Shaws of Sunset, which should I? Watch? Oh my god, so hard. Is it Sophie's say, choice? <laughs> it's super hard. I would say probably. I would say Vanderpump Rules is probably more fun. Uh-huh. Shaw's is definitely more emotional, and they wow. had sort of an interesting plotline last season, sort of similar to what was going on with Yolanda, where they suspected that a cast member was lying about having uh, rheumatoid arthritis, so she would take them on doctor's appointments. And the cast members were like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Now, do I believe that she was lying about the extent of her illness and, like, how it was, like, making her crazy? Yes, I 100% do. But it got really, really... Like, she fights people with knives, like, on on camera. Isn't that hard to do with arthritis? I knew she found... Wait, Gigi like Yolanda's daughter? Gigi like Yolanda's daughter, but, like, maybe less of a supermodel, more trashy Los Angeles resident. Fair enough. Um, so taking a step back, so Erica Jane performed on What Happens Live, totally phenomenal. I think she has added so much to the show that even in moments where it's like the camera just pans to her. Yeah. When Kyle... It's like the Golden Girls, you know, they always said cut to B. Right. It's like cut to Erica. It's so dry, so quiet. And listen, Kyle actually this week made me laugh a lot. Like she was funny, but like sort of... Clown funny. Yeah. Erica she was a little Jane. like a Kathy comic during the Kim fight. Yeah. <laughs> Ack, my sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, we're going to get to those, uh, yes. <laughs> those party city fun fight times. Um, but I just felt like Erica Jane, she really is so purely herself. Yeah. Like, that everyone can see it. And people don't understand that. When you walk onto Real Housewives... There is absolutely an expectation that you come with money or in some way associated with some kind of like yeah. great wealth or business skill if you're in New York, something mm-hmm. that is better than it is for other people because it, it has to be escaped yeah. at some point. This is where Housewives. But regardless of that, there's a kind of behavior that feels very specific to different franchises. So Jersey, you have to be kind of loud and... Sassy, I would say, but maybe sassy is the wrong word. New York, you have to be smart and you have to be able to kind of carry your own. Atlanta, you have to be genuinely, genuinely almost like comic style funny, like really, really quick and ready to battle and sometimes be a little violent. OC, you, <laughs> OC, you have to be like vicious. And Beverly Hills, I think there's a lightness that a lot of people try to have or an elegance that yeah. might not exist on other shows totally. that's sort of specific to Beverly Hills. Erica I've Jane, always felt like on Beverly Hills, and I always attributed it to them being people who were actually in Hollywood and stuff to some extent. Oh, yeah. That, like entertainment-wise? Yeah, like on Beverly Hills, they're like, I'm on TV. I don't want to look right. like a doofus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, I feel like the people in Jersey or, like, Orange County are like, so di- so what's a doofus? I'm getting what's mine. Right, where they don't. Yeah. There is sort of like a level of performance yeah. that these people understand. Obviously, Kyle was a child actor. Kim was whatever the fuck she was doing. Child star. Child star. Okay. Um, and who else? Lisa Rinna, obviously, performer for 100 years. LVP started as an actor. I mean, they Eileen, get Eileen, hello. Eileen, soap star. Never. Soup, soap. <laughs> 
haven't seen it. Which one is it? One Life to Live? It is might that be that one. one. Is that the one? <laughs> I don't I get know. them all confused. Didn't know they were still airing. Did not know they were still airing. God bless. It's probably just Eileen sitting down, like, <laughs> sipping tea for 44 minutes. Hey, Erica, you want to be on the show? <laughs> And it's like the greatest gift, but they're actually like looking for people to right. run out. Nobody wants Didn't they to just sit on the couch and have people come in and talk to them? Probably. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I Whatever don't happened know. with that storyline? Did I they mean, finish it? Did they? No, I think she's still figuring out what part she wants to play. Oh, it's going to take a long time. Because they're giving her choices. Yeah. Because maybe they'll ask her to write for them as totally. well. Totally. I would. Um, so there's, you know, <laughs> there's a little bit of an elegance there. And I think that's why when... Housewives that are a hundred percent bullshitting, fucking with us, trying to be something that they're not, it becomes really, really clear because yeah. it seems like side by side with the actual having money, having some sort of social grace, whatever, is the ability to be connected to your yes. core. Which is why Erica Jane is a perfect fit and a specifically perfect fit on Beverly Hills. Absolutely. It's why Yolanda was absolutely great. Bethany. Excellent. Why Bethany is great in New York. It's why Caroline. Kim, Caroline, absolutely. It's why Kim Richards probably wasn't meant to be a housewife. Yeah. She's got a secret. She's got a secret. She's got a couple secrets. And she My seems- baby's got a secret. <laughs> it seems like- Loved it. Loved. Um, it seems like Kim coming back because she's Oh, so we're over there now. I mean, I can only we have to just sort of dive into it. Okay. Kim's soberish, right? I would put an asterisk there. She's like a sabrette. She's a sabrette. <laughs> she is different than our very, very uh, super, super new housewife, Eden. So I look at Eden who has Sassoon. Wait, in I thought her, her name was Dorit. There's oh, Eden, Eden, the one that Eden, Eden but Eden's like not in the opening there, credits. They're not yet, but I think when they continue adding her, I thought they pulled the fast one on me. I was like, say, why is she in so many scenes? <laughs> they literally, I'm still standing in Lisa Vanderpump's no, like, kitchen looking for the, got the camera. I think they're slowly like shuffling LVP off into the sunset and putting in some new flavor. Really, I genuinely 100% do not miss. Lisa Vanderpump being the star of this show. No, I no, no, me either. I'm over her. But, I'm, I'm actually genuinely over her. But is that true? I mean, are you just basing that on fact? I think is that, that from Radar? Well, no, LVP has said publicly before that she's hesitant about doing Housewives in the future, but obviously she's But she says that all the time. She is, and I don't know how much longer her show would go on Bambi Rules if she didn't also have another outlet to hype her brand, because it works so well together. But if I take at, one thing with me when I leave today, please. it's going to be that I'm going to call it Vandy Rules. Um, um, all the cool kids do. I think God, I just made it. I'm so Hashtag on. Cool I am the on it. Hashtag cool the capital K. So I look at Eden Sassoon, who's joined in some capacity, either as a full-time or friend of. Yeah. I, and I look at Kim, who's sloppy seconding her way back into the spotlight, which, like, I, I support her paying her bills. She makes me uncomfortable watching her on TV. She does. Having the... Um, did you see in that scene where she was like dressing with Kyle and she had the little tag on her dress still? Which okay. was, was that dress from Target? Like what I, was it one of the pieces that she stole? <laughs> was it did she get okay. it from Saks? I don't think she <laughs> it was, did. I that to me seemed like a whole setup because if that really were a security tag on a stolen dress, you couldn't just pop it off like she did. Did which was she able to pop it off? I yeah, she no, she that, she got it off. It felt weird. I felt. Like it felt. Like, I feel like it was like a piece of Lego that the producer stuck on her no. dress. Because no. honestly, like, 
isn't it a little coincidental that she was arrested at Target a year and a half ago? And, and then, then she then puts on the dress on camera, and Kyle's like, oh no, wah, wah, Kathy comic. Here's what I think might have happened. She might have gone, at some um, luxury department stores, they keep, like, legit tags on items after you buy them, because you cannot return the item once you take that plastic tag off. Like, it's easy to take at home, but you can't put it back on. And I'm wondering if she did that thing that Sonia has done in New York episodes, where she's filming and someone notices that she's wearing an item with the tag and she's like, oh, it's to see how much money I paid to see how much I saved, but it's really so you can return it after right. the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also something that Ramona said Jill would do. I could see her do. doing that, yeah. Right. So I was wondering if that was just sort of like a sad moment where like she thought she was going to be a pretty lady and buy a new dress and return it. And then that's the whole thing with housewives. We realize when it's bullshit. Right. And it was like a sad moment of bullshittery. Yeah. Fun new word. Yeah, it's... What did you think? I mean, what do you think about her struggle, her being back? She's back on other episodes. Before we even dive into, like, the Rinna part of this. Well, okay. How do you think she looks? She looks good. I mean, I don't, to me, she's kind of always looked the same. Yeah. Um, by the way. Worn out. Worn out leather a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, okay. I'm not a fan of Kim. I did not think it was fun to watch her as a train wreck. Even when I was, like, a crazy alcoholic, I did not. And I love to watch drunk train wrecks. I was not, did not find her enjoyable. Because it's so sad? No. I didn't care about her. Oh, you didn't? Because I just thought it was annoying. It wasn't funny. It wasn't wasn't funny. There's not a joy and an energy to Kim. She's not someone you can love to hate, you know? Right. You can either feel sorry for her or bored by her. And I just felt bored by her. And then when I was sober myself and feeling empathy for those people, I felt like she was handling her journey all wrong. You know, not to get into the Rinna subject, but it's like, but I loved when Eden called her out. You know what? When you're taking responsibility for things you did when you were, like, drunk, you actually kind of tend to give other people the benefit of the doubt. There's this thing called, like, my side of the street, your side of the street. I'm not responsible for rude things Lisa Rinna did to me, but I'm responsible for my behavior and for my soul so I can go to bed at night and put my head down on the pillow. I'm going to make it right with Lisa. I don't need Lisa to say the right thing to me. That's Lisa's business. That's between Lisa and her higher power, you know? But that's not Kim at all. Kim is sitting there trying to make the dinner table conversation about her being, like, they're talking about whatever this stupid thing about Eileen's mother and whether that's why she was mad at Lisa, but it's not really about if that's why she's mad at Lisa. It's about whether that's why Dorit was gossiping. I don't know what the hell that fight is. It was insane. But Kim's just like, oh, and also, too, you were really rude to me last year. I mean... It felt That's like crazy it was, behavior. It was crazy behavior. It also felt strange to me that during this conversation at game night at um, Kyle's beautifully designed dinner table. I, I love that say. Kyle hired a gay to organize the game night. <laughs> a, a gay. A gay, gay, gay. gamer. A I game gay. It. A game gay. Um, phenomenal. <laughs> um, it felt weird that that LVP wasn't getting involved in defending Dorit, but Kim was. Kim, who's back on the show for two seconds and is not even a friend of, not possibly recurring. I mean, I don't know what to title her, but that Kim was stepping in this stuff to do it as a subtle fuck you to she um, was, Lisa Kim, I mean, not it was obvious to me that Kim was just trying to get in, jump. Kim was looking to get into a fight with Lisa and Eileen so she could pivot right. to her stuff. Oh, 100%. But it felt weird to me that the, the Lisa Vanderpump was wasn't. the one that was getting surrounded by people, understandably so, Dorit is the devil, that it wasn't... Thank you. Because I'm like, can we move on to Dorit? I hate her so much. Okay. So I need to get... We need to go back to Kim because there's like a yeah. hundred things yeah. that I need to hear your thoughts on. But 
Okay, so what are your thoughts on Dorit, who I am I fucking hate her. I'm 100% sure that Dorit is a grifter. And I tweeted that, and one of, like, LVP's followers responded and was like, what do you mean by grifter? And I was like, no, no. Like, I mean, like... Like, literally. Like, literally a grifter. Like, this is, like, Taylor and Armstrong repeating itself Ugh. to, like, a squared root or whatever. It's... She is... It's all it's all a lie. First off, the Boy George thing, I 100% do not believe that he's been living with him for a while. I think he was there in town filming Celebrity Apprentice and crashing or, with his manager. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. wanted to double up on screen time. Boy, Boy George is like the coolest person in the world. I promise you, he does not think Dorit is a good friend of his that he cares Boy about. Boy George doesn't give a shit. He yeah. just wants to like... Play Karma Chameleon. <laughs> save a couple shekels. Don't eat carbs. Don't eat carbs. Go to MAC Cosmetics yes. and call it a day. I think she might... I think Dorit was the best casting decision of all time because I actually thought I was going to be in a little bit of a hole this season missing Yolanda because I like really am into Yolanda. Mm-hmm. Um, even though her journey was extensive with the limes and the lemons. Well, it's like her journey ended four years ago, but they just kept talking about it. <laughs> no, 100%. But when Dorit came into play, I was like, okay, cool. So here's a woman from, like, eastern Connecticut who thinks she's... So what's that accent? Princess Diana. It's undecipherable. It's because she spent so much time and I think, like, really trashy... Israel? London. (laughs) I think it's from, like, going to St. Bart's and being surrounded by, like new money and she'll pick up someone's thing there or maybe she created I mean like look at Madonna the more money how dare you bring Madonna into this (laughs) like okay Madonna could talk in tongues Madonna could suddenly fake a Portuguese accent it would be fine sign language whatever she wants Madonna has a body of work Dorit is a fucking piece of shit but Madonna dated and then married a British film director and became born in British, accent in tow as a result. And also, like, bought a house in London. Dorit's just driving around in a BMW annoying me. Dorit is driving around in a rose gold... Right, sorry, a rose gold. I like her car. I I would like to know how much money her husband has stopped paying per month. It felt very much like Gretchen and Slade when Slade, you know, surprises Gretchen with, like, a Rolls Royce, whatever it was. And he's like, no, it's only a couple hundred dollars more a month than the other car we were leasing. I mean, like, yeah. this you're not paying in cash for this stuff. No. It's not – I do not believe they have money. When someone talks about their background and they say, I'm from a middle to upper class background – that does not exist. You should know that. Like, you should know that from reading things, living your life, not trying to lie. Yeah. Like, she's rewriting her own Wikipedia in Ugh. her head as she goes on. And it's driving me sort of insane. The stuff with Dorit and Pantygate was, I think, and I've said this before, I think that was slightly produced by LVP on, behind the scenes. Okay. I think that... Yeah, I, I could see that. Dorit and PK walked into the show with a ton of gratitude to LVP for bringing them on and the understanding that in order to stay on the show, they wanted to align themselves with who they thought the star of the show is, which in their eyes is Lisa Vanderpump. So no matter what shit people hold against her, other cast members hold against LVP, they're going to go to bat for her no matter what, which is why they were passive-aggressively and sometimes aggressively questioning Eileen and Lisa Rinna's anger towards right. Lisa and redirecting it as, well, you're, you both had relatives that died. Surely that's why you're misinterpreting yeah. Lisa's behavior as negative. It's also, I think, why Dorit 
went above and beyond in trying to sort of shame Erica Jane. But why? But I still, I mean, I see I that. Like, but I why would you choose Erica Jane? Everybody I, likes Erica. Here's what I think it was. <clears throat> Toward the end of Yolanda's time on the show, Yolanda, um, was it when, was Yolanda, Yolanda and Erica Jane were... Yeah, uh, Yolanda and Erica Jane were really, really becoming really close. Everybody gets along with Erica. Right, but Yolanda and Erica Jane had an Because she's close, not a bullshitter. Right, because she's phenomenal. She's perfect. Um, had a genuinely close friendship. And Yolanda and LVP started off as like, sort of like business friends because they shared um, Muhammad, who was right. Yolanda's ex husband and Lisa's close yeah. friend. And I think when they had a fissure in their friendship, when Yolanda and LVP had a fissure, it obviously affected um, LVP's relationship with, with Muhammad. But I think it also affected how LVP looked at Erica Jane. Yeah. I think LVP looks at Erica Jane and sees her as kind of a threat. I think LVP looks at Erica Jane and she sees her still as rem- a remaining being that's closely aligned with Yolanda. And she wants to counter that in some way. She's not going to fuck with Kyle because they have this weird stalemate or whatever right now yeah. where they're just rising above not talking about anything serious. She's not going to do it with Eileen because she already has and it didn't go terribly well with her. She's not going to do it with Rinna. She already has and she wants to like, want to kind of let it go for like the next 46 minutes and then circle yeah. back. And I think Erica Jane for her... Possibly, I mean, it's just my hypothesis, but I think Erica Jane for her seems like the potentially best person for her new friends to target. I guess you're right. You know what? I, I feel like she's become the Jill Zarin Lisa Vanderpump. You think? I feel like she's dead weight right now. Like she hasn't tried. I you know, know what I mean? Like she really hasn't tried. She, she when she starts shit, it's underhanded and she doesn't follow through. She'll just make weird comments. You know, she'll, she does not try at all to be friends with anybody. She no. constantly, like... I don't think she wants to be on the show she, anymore. But, and it makes it makes her... It, you can't really get behind her. Right. And I used to love her, you know? To Ditto. me, she was like Joan Collins, you know? She was my you know? favorite at the beginning. But it's gotten exhausting and annoying, and I don't think she contributes anything good. I don't know what's going to happen. I think that the production really wants her to stay. I, I don't know. I mean... But then she's got to shape up, be the old Lisa. Right. I don't know that that... I think that Lisa still exists. I think she just might be tired of all of this. Then you look at someone like Camille, who's a breath of fresh air, who maybe found her own elegance, if we're talking yes, about she what did. She knew that her first season... See, Doreen needs to take a page out of Camille's book. Her first no, season... No, Doreen needs to get fired. Camille. Let's not... No, 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 there's no, no, no hope. No, no, no. Doreen needs to stay for us. No, why? She is so terrible. I, I hate watching her. we didn't have Doreen? Surely there's a better form of drama. I'd be happy to watch Kim Richards oh fight God. with Lisa Rinna Don't all day long. Don't you enjoy watching Dorit <clears throat> implode? Because you know while she's filming these things, she's thinking, I am so good at this. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. such a star. Yeah. PK, when we have sex later for like three minutes, <laughs> cold fish. Like it's, she just thinks that she is the shit. Yeah. And she was oddly coming on to Eden, but not really. What the hell but she was, was that? like. Are was she trying to be like a cool lesbian? girl? She said to, she was like, you're like cool, but like not with the baggage or whatever she said to her. It was strange. And then Eden's response in the conventional was like, um, I go home and Dorit. <laughs> I don't think Dorit's for me in this imaginary cubbyhole situation <laughs> in which we find ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think she's great. I think Dorit is great in the sense that I think Kelly Dodd is great on OC. 
their um, trash that's been lit on fire. And I'm sort of interested in seeing who's going to extinguish the flames. um, Kelly Dodd is the person that essentially took on Tamara this season of OC and is completely insane and calls people cunts and, like, trashes their children. Mm -hmm. It's completely crazy. Um, It's kind of like... It feels almost... Tariq feels almost a little bit like Kelly Clore and Ben Simone if she had a little bit of Ritalin or something. Yeah, totally. And totally. She feels like, like a wound <laughs> yeah, up Kelly's like, Kelly Caloran. You're <laughs> yeah, back yeah. here, and I'm. I, you're right. Poor you know what Kelly it is? Caloran. I'll enjoy Dorit once everybody starts like really tearing into her. I, I can't handle her right now when she's still kind of getting away with it. How would she survive a reunion? Oh my god! I. You know what? You just it's made not me excited. Gonna, it's gonna be. Is she gonna pull in Aviva and just say like I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and then go right back into Maybe. her behavior that she could do that, or would she try to fight back? I can't imagine her not fighting back, but I also she would lose so badly. When she said that she didn't remember the actual conversation where she and PK yeah. were maligning, do you think that it was that she genuinely didn't remember because it wasn't about her, or do you think that she was just lying quickly and sucks at life and is like a terrible performer? Um, I do think she didn't remember because it wasn't about her. Really? I, you know, I feel... I don't buy it. Oh, what you mean when she was at lunch with Eileen? Yeah, and Eileen was like... Oh, no, she was lying. She was lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she keeps kind of circling back to that idea of like, why do you keep talking about this? She's now decided there's this whole bullshit thing that happens on all of the franchises where when someone says something and another person says, my opinion is, or I'm going to question you on what you're saying... They call it bullying. And I feel like Dorit's name of the game is going to be exactly what Kelly Corrin did yeah. on that scary island <clears> trip, <throat> where it's like, this is systematic bullying, this is people grouping up on yeah. me. And it's actually, what it is in reality is people saying what you did, how you responded, or the way your husband behaved was inappropriate. No, it's when someone is such a crazy bitch that there's actually a group consensus against them. That's not bullying. That's just them doing That's something that everyone can agree right. sucked. Which feels... It felt weird to me at that table that all of these people are saying to her, you're wrong, you're wrong. What's that whole thing... Um, uh, what's her face on OCs that Heather Dubrow said, if someone's telling you you're dead, it's time to lie down. Right. Where when people are telling you your behavior is wrong, just fucking swallow it up and own it. Especially if you're this queen of pretending that you're into behaviors and... It's like Donald Trump. This thing with making fun of the disabled reporter. Oh, right. He just keeps going it. back to this idea that it's not what he meant. It's not what he meant. But... When I do something that's misinterpreted, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Obviously, he meant it. But let's say he didn't. Right. The appropriate thing to do would be like, I'm so sorry that this was seen that way. That was not my intention. I really feel terrible. You know, like, you can still be the good guy, you know. No, I 100% agree with you. And she's not backing down one little bit. She's not backing down one little bit. I love that every time they have a game night, something happens. We don't really know what's going to happen, but we know it's going to be a huge fucking mess. Although you got to give it to them. Every game night I go to is a huge mess, but it's always because of somebody being a sore loser or a sore winner. Their thing is never about the game. I The last game night I went to was a couple months ago in Brooklyn where it was like Candyland, but sex stuff. Mm, so everyone got to choose their own little, I think it was little penises. I think it had a pink penis that like moved on the board. And you had to do, like, charades. Like, you had to act stuff out or draw Sexual it. acts. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, the names. Yeah. Of the photo, except 
all of us are so fucking dumb. Like, nobody knew what anything was. So people had to, like, whisper and help each other. It was the saddest. It was That's the hilarious. saddest um, sex toy act game night of all time. <laughs> um, so what are your thoughts on... Do you think Eden will end up becoming a full-time she's, she's. I think she seems pretty great. I think she seems she did a, She had a really strong episode this week. She did have a really strong episode. Her talking about... Explain this to me. She said that her mother wanted to have her preemie as a preemie so that she could go to the Hamptons. When she was saying that whole thing about I didn't follow that. her relationship with her parents and like they were working at it was at the height of Sassoon and she said something along the lines of they needed to go to the Hamptons and her mom was like, get the baby out of me. And so she had her on a Friday and like left on a Friday, which I actually had to watch the, just that one scene, like, rewind it, watch wow. it again. So I was like, did I make that up in my head? Did she actually say, as opposed to her mom giving birth to her prematurely and then leaving, like it was a... There's got to be that, more to that story. Is that something rich people can do where they're like, I, I think I'm not how to live it out. And yeah. medicine is amazing. Maybe you guys so. Will, you guys will do a great job. That is, in the 70s? Yeah. Oh, wait. How old is Eden? Eden feels actually ageless. She's very spiritual. I assume she was like my age, maybe a little older, 40, 45. Oh, really? You think younger? Yeah, I do think younger. I definitely thought she was over 40. Did she say she had kids? I don't even know. Did she say, did she, she marry? I think she was divorced. And, but like, yeah, I don't, I wonder if, yeah. She's such a breath of interesting fresh air. But just think about her being Vidal daughter. Yeah, how old that is made me think she was my age. Dead now, right? He would be yeah. super old. Yeah, I feel like he'd be like a hundred. Yeah, or 90. okay. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, I, I wonder. Do we think she has like real Sassoon money? I would say she's got some kind of money. I don't know how much it is. Can we make that hashtag real Sassoon money? Yes, a hundred percent. Do we think that he left her a bunch in the will, or was it one of those terrible situations like Bill Gates where he's, like, giving it all to charity, and the children have to, like, become real people, which I find slightly devastating? I would ask for, like, half of a bill. I'd be like, can I have, like, 500 mil just to, like, live my life? And I promise, like, At least 50 mil. Right? He's not... I don't think he's, like, giving it Like, 50 mil, I could do whatever I want and never have to work. That's all I ask. 50 million. They want to, like, cure all of the diseases, which I think is wonderful, but I would also like a mansion. So, let's do both. So, Vidal... Guys, Ben's doing a little investigation. He died at age 84 five years ago. That's kind of young, no? And his... What was his empire? How much, how much Sassoon money did he have? Because I feel like it's a company that continues, right? Like, they have stuff. Oh, whatever. yeah. But, like, it went public early on, I feel. Oh, which is bad, right? Well, it's good at the moment, but then it means afterwards it's not theirs. But it's a right. huge payout. So she'll have, like, she probably has a ton of stuff. I think she has money. I don't think she has I think a she has problem. a lot of money. She yeah. has that whole, like, Pilates thing and whatever. I mean, I found Eden really interesting. We do obviously have to talk about whatever the fuck is going on between Lisa Rinna and Kim. There were a lot of areas to it. I just have to say that Eden's response at the end, which is like, none of this matters. What are you actually trying to communicate to each other? Yeah. I thought was amazing. Amazing. And I would say if I was Lisa Rinna or I was Kim Richards watching that, I would be like, wow, that was a really great moment. Like watching as a viewer. Here's what I found a little distressing. Yeah. Kim Richards goes on Watch What Happens Live. I didn't see it. Um... You didn't really miss anything. I have it saved. Lisa Edelstein guested and was had a cold and was actually actually cold and it looked like Andy was 
sort of pissed the entire time to be talking to her. Like she would say things like, oh, this game is so dumb. And he was like, yeah, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> Go to a commercial. I mean, Ouch. like it felt weird. And also there were moments where, you know, Kim saying like, it's been really hard. I, I want to move on. I don't want to talk about whatever. And Lisa like turned to her and she goes like, well, you, I mean, I get it. Like it, it is hard, but you signed up for this. So people are, which is true, but takes. I'm all about calling Kim to the 24 mat. karat balls to really like solid gold steel wave balls. But, but she's so mousy. I feel like anybody could tell her off. Kim, yeah. I just feel like if someone listen, I, I, I just I like want to get up in her face and be like, like Lisa, like, like Lisa did. Kim, when Lisa's like out of nowhere, like oh, like when you went to prison, right? It wasn't yeah, your little charge day experience. Um, it it feels though like Kim is never going to be a hundred percent. She's always going to be broken. So broken when, sparrow, right? She is a broken bird. She genuinely is. She's bird like. I was literally writing some shit down to like jog my memory. I'm like, she's a broken bird. That was like, um, but they, so Andy showed a little teaser of what's happening next week. And there's a clip that Kim hadn't seen that Andy showed Kim and Lisa Edelstein and everybody watch what happens live, which is. Eden's in a in a room with like Kyle. Eden's like grilling Kyle, but in like a in caring a real person yeah. in a caring way, asking questions as you would. Like the reason Teresa doesn't mind telling her life story to Siggy, as opposed to what other people would bring. Right? Up. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, one hundred percent. So Kyle's deflecting all the questions. So she's like, "What is she doing?" And it's strange that Kyle doesn't know, but I think that's also because the only way that Kyle and Kim can have a relationship is if Kyle does not ask any questions. Yeah. And when Kim says she's sober, she's not going to ask for how long. She's not going to ask if she's on the program. She's yeah, not gonna I mean, and that's probably true for a lot of and they sober have a, people in right. their family. And they have a very, very, very dysfunctional relationship yeah. and have their entire lives. So fine, I'm not going to question totally. it because I know that the expectations are like way low. But so. Um, Eden's asking questions and she's saying things like, you know, her behavior, not that it doesn't make sense, but like it's problematic. Like when I look at Kim, I see someone who's sad. I see a sadness there and then a, a, an, um, just like an emptiness and it stops the clip. The clip's like a minute long and then it goes to Kim and Kim's like, oh, I, I didn't know that she was going to say that. And the look of like shock and sadness on Kim's face, and then she goes, I hadn't seen that before, and Andy's like, yeah, it's like a new clip, and then she's like, like, and it's like, oh my god, on live TV, Kim Richards, tweet, tweet, sad little bird, is having to look at someone that she probably would have complimented 30 seconds prior, and said, Eden is great, she's a great new addition, and it's like, oh, this person who sort of has, like, the truth book behind them, because Eden is on the program, doing everything that she should be doing, really open, really honest, is questioning Kim's behavior and what's behind it. That had to be really difficult for Kim to go to, but also like, holy shit. Cause that shit's going to come up again. Yeah. I mean, like that oh, was yeah. like a crazy. I cannot wait to watch that. You, it's, it's kind of. I'm so excited. It's like. I might have to watch it on my phone on the way home. Oh, yeah. And, like, watch it again and again. And, guys, listeners, like, fact check me on this if you had the same same feeling after the fact. But I felt, like, a little weird about it because it felt like we know that we're – their production is going to manipulate Kim's story forever and ever. 
Kim has signed on for it to be a part of the story. Kim can't really be upset about them continuing to talk about her disease and her struggle because she's getting paid to appear on camera. Yeah. It's not like right now where they talk about Brandy. Brandy's not getting a check for them to talk about her. Brandy gets a check when she shows up to film. So Kim has to understand that because of our experience as viewers, yeah. as followers and fans of the show, we're going to talk about this. And when you walk back on, you are allowing us to continue that conversation and how you're seen. It was, though sort of fucking depressing yeah. for Kim to have to Kim is fucking it. depressing. She is. She's really fucking depressing. She, she is depressing. She's she's a sad case. She's coming back on the show. She should either decide not to. A lot of people would say the smart choice would be decide not to, but yeah. maybe she should be on the show for money for whatever. She needs Come on money. and do a good job. Be likable. Be like be like, Lisa, I don't want to talk about that. It's all good. I was drunk. It doesn't count what I did before. I apologize. Fresh start, you know? Do you remember when Kim was first sober for us as yeah. viewers and came back? And we all loved it. She was great. She was honest. She was funny. But it you was know what? We don't... But she started saying she re, relapsed and then hit it. But we don't hold her to any standard. Kim could come back and be like, you know I what, guys? Up. I'm trying I don't know if I'll relapse again. Honestly, last week I took two pills on Friday night. I hope I don't do it. I mean, you know, like... Rest in peace, Monty. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she could just be... She could. We would not hold that against her. We would actually prefer that. Or she could say something more private, like, I can't really get into it, but suffice it to say, sobriety is one day at a time, and it's a struggle for me, and I would appreciate it. Whatever I did to Lisa Rinna before, it would be nice if she would show a little support for me now. We would be so on her side. Which brings us to the Lisa Rinna fight. Yeah. Because here's problem number one. If if being in recovery is about owning your shit yes. and being honest, yeah. saying with a straight face that Kim never said anything about Harry Hamlin is fucking insane. Right. So when Kim attempts to say, I never said anything about your husband... Which is different, which I hear as I never inferred anything about your husband, which she obviously did because we fucking saw it on camera yeah. in fucking Amsterdam. I agree, and you know I'm super anti-Kim and pro-Rinna. I will say it occurred to me this week when she said that and they cut to the clip. Yeah. Um, first of all, I always want to be like, are you ha- idiot housewives? Like... They cut to a clip. You realize that. When you lie, we're about to see the actual footage. Dorit is about to learn that. Yeah, she errs. But but actually, I think in Kim's defense, Lisa kind of got in her face before Kim said that. And even then, yeah, they were across the table. Like, it was... Kim said that um, Lisa, like, rolled her eyes at a point when they were talking about, like, peeing or something, whatever dumb thing that was, which I... Back in Italy, you mean? Or wherever they were? Where she was, like, she did some sort of dumb little, like... Oh, in real time at the dinner? Yeah, at at the dinner where she made, like, a sassy little joke about something stupid, and it was dumb. It was, like... Oh, and Kim's, like, don't roll your eyes at me or whatever. Right, and then she said... That was idiotic. But that was the beginning of Kim being a moron. You know what? Let's say Lisa Rinna did roll her eyes at you. Right. Get over it. Right. And hey, guess what? Everything that Lisa Rinna's eyeballs do is not about you. Like, look around the table. There's a lot of shit to roll your eyes at. But I do think that Also, him- Lisa Rinna's lucky she can move her eyes at all. <laughs> oh my God, if only her hair. Um, I do think that there are some reasons why Kim is correctly owed an apology by Lisa Rinna. Lisa Rinna has said and done some stuff that is mean. But yeah. hurt people hurt people. They're both yeah. hurt. They're both going to fuck with each other. For Lisa Rinna's apologies to Kim, 
<coughs> are completely insane. They, they hate each other. They're, we're trying to find a common ground and a truce with these two women. It's never going to happen. Yeah. It's never going to be pleased. There's so much anger that they both have because I think, honestly, when Lisa Rinna looks at Kim and sees Kim struggle with addiction, Lisa is... Lisa Rinna looks at Kim, sees Kim struggle with addiction, sees those moments where Kim is not being honest about her struggles, yeah. and she sees her sister. Yeah. Lisa Rinna, whose sister died of yeah. um, addiction and whatever actual specifics, I don't know, looks at that, and I think she has a lot of anger there. Yeah. I think she's like, why right. the fuck are you fucking up? Because what you're going through killed my sister. Yeah. I don't know if she's doing it and saying, what you're going through killed my sister, and I want to help you so that doesn't happen to you. I don't think she's there. No, it's a I little more hateful. Right. I think it is hateful. But I think she on the anger. other hand, it's not her job to support Kim Richards. Kim Richards has been a total crazy lying bitch to she her. Has and Lisa Rinna, yeah, you're right. It's insane. Her apologies are totally insane to Kim. On the other hand, she's there in the moment. Eden says this stuff, and Lisa's like, you know what? doesn't change how I feel, but I have been mean to you, and I am sorry. Right. Lisa is always a grown-up at the table, ready to meet you halfway. And Kim is just a nut job. Lisa's willing to meet you halfway, but she, I don't think she's really interested in taking responsibility. I think that sometimes she has these Let's moments... Let's not get carried away. How much responsibility does she have to take? She threw I a drink. I think she does. Listen, the barometer is... They have fucking Eileen in their cast. They have human people in their cast that sometimes behave normally. Like, yeah. I look at them. Sometimes I look... When I think about Eileen off-season, I get so bored. I'm like, why the fuck is that fucking bitch still I on the show? I love Eileen. And then shows air. I'm like, Eileen, love yeah. you. <laughs> You're my drug. I love, I love how she was, like, marrying um, half-drunk bottles of Pinot Grigio. <laughs> Did you notice that? I didn't. When she's like... She's like, so what's her husband's name? Vince. She's like, yeah. you want a glass of wine? Vince she Patton. takes out like three bottles of white wine that each have like a cup left in them. And she's like mixing them. Which and he's I like, yeah, I'll just have a beer. Thanks. <laughs> I would 100% do that. That's, of course. I would be like drinking from the bottle. What yeah, you totally. About? Just finish like all this. But you know, like Vanderpump finishes the bottle the first time. Well, There's never like rosé like half left in the bottle. Vanderpump gets grapes from her own vineyard. It's yeah. a slightly different comparison. Yeah, totally. So what do you think going to happen in the weeks to come. I mean, obviously, we agree Erica Jane is our goddess and our guiding light. I don't know what's good, what Kyle and Kim... I'm concerned that Kyle I mean, and Kim... I gotta say, though, I intellectually, Erica Jane is my guiding light. But Eileen is your real guiding light? What are well, you Eileen is too human to be a guiding light. Yeah, Eileen's yeah, yeah. like, my girl. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, er- Erica is, like, intellectually my guiding light. For no good reason, I'll always have a soft spot for Kyle, even though I know she's terrible. <laughs> but, I mean, I love Kyle. I just can't help Sometimes it. Sometimes I just like I Kyle. I just like her. And I don't know what to do it's with it. Kyle, at the end of the day, like, yeah, she's kind of full of shit, but she's also kind of real. Like, you know, Kyle always stays true to one thing. Herself? Herself. <laughs> like, she's not, like, confused. No, like, Kyle's not. just, like... You know, at the end, she just really wants to go home and look at how cute Portia is. And you have know? sex with Mauricio. Which call is it basically all I ever wanted. <laughs> I want. But, like, I'm kind of all about Rinna right now. What? How can you be all about Rinna? Because, like, you know what? Like, that does not make sense. To me, Lisa Rinna is 24 hour TV. Like, I like Lisa Rinna, like, in the hotel doing, like, her QVC <laughs> shit. Like, I just, you know what it is? I just want to be Lisa Rinna. With those sad QVC wovens that like make <laughs> to me, me that is so fabulous so depressed all I want to do is get to a Sheridan in like Toledo check in 
just like, just like, like, what do you call it? Sanitize the phones and the like remote controls. Yeah, like and then boss. just like bullshit about how cute these looks are on these models, and then like take it out for two hours, Shut. and then do it again, and then fly home to Harry Hamlin. I cannot believe that Lisa Rinna is your guy. Like that's gonna take me a second more so than Erica Jane. Well, because Erica Jane, like. I'm totally into her, but, like, I respect her. Okay. Um, but, like, she's kind of not my kind of girl. You know what I mean? Like, like don't I come in spandex pants and, like, pat the puss. Like, I get that. Good for you. Like, I hope you You're sell a lot of albums. I'm her. not the gay You're for her. You're not going to join her gay Like, hair. I would so much rather be at Sir talking about, like, the business. You like, know, I, would, I would text. Erica Jane, I would probably call Eileen and Lisa Renna, and I would probably yeah, Lisa Renna, I would probably get like some housewife. Yeah, get like, some iced coffee, get yeah, like get a salad. We're not gonna eat. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you? That's not what Lisa Renna is known for. The second that Lisa Renna shills for like a food company, I would love to see Lisa Renna like like become the new spokeswoman for Jenny Craig. It and just be like, happened. I've been fat my entire life. Lisa Renna will be a spokeswoman for She's anything. Be like, I'm morbidly obese in the area. She's probably performing at the Trump inauguration. I just want she to be prepared is. for that. She's the main star. Yeah. She's, she's going to sing her song from Chicago. She's singing a pledge of allegiance to herself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be phenomenal. I pledge allegiance to the fag hag. Oh my God, of the United States. Um, somewhere. So I think that uh, this has been really kind of interesting. I'm curious. Really to- kind of interesting. <laughs> No, no, you no, are really, really kind of nice. <laughs> no, I died for it. I'm curious to see what happens over the next couple of weeks. I'm curious to see what happens in Greece. I am genuinely. Wait, guys, are they going to Greece this coming week? I think they're in Greece next week. Kyle goes with Erica. I don't think it's a group trip. Oh, okay. I think it's just like a couple of them. I'm on a cur- boat. I love a oh, boat. God, I hope. I hope with those gays on that boat because Erica brings her whole crew on I every. Know. One of these oh days, you know, Erica needs a Vanderpump Rules esque spinoff. I'm sure that that's what I'm sure she agrees. I'm sure. I'm sure she agrees. I'm sure her gays do as well. I'm curious to see, though, in the teaser for the season, you know there's that moment where she breaks down and she's like, you don't know what I have to deal with every night. Yeah, where she's losing her mind. We don't see on camera who she's saying that to, and obviously we have no idea why. She has said in some press interviews that it's not what we think, saying essentially that it's not about Tom. Yeah. Oh, another thing that's not about Tom from New York to Beverly Hills. Look at that. Um, I'm curious to see what that. I have a feeling it's one of those like. Smoke screens. No, I have a feeling it's going to be like that she's on tour with her shit. boys, and like the mic goes out one night before she's about to go on stage, and she just kind of has like a twenty-second meltdown, and then like has like a kombucha shot and goes on. And they like fucked up her cappuccino. On yeah, her like I bet you it's nothing. Oh my god, I hope it's something, not to be a. Dick. What could ever be that bad with Erica? If it really were that, I don't think she would show it on camera. That's true. She's too cool for that. She is too cool. Cool with a capital K. She definitely came on the show, even though she's like, hey, what was going on with y'all? I'm just catching up. You know she (laughs) she knows everything that ever happened. 100% because she's a fucking smart person. If someone was booking at a reality show, I would maybe find out what that reality show would would be back. Before we um, uh, wrap for today, even though I could talk about this for the next 100 years with you, I do have to just quickly note that shit is going down on Atlanta, and I don't know why it is. Do you know Kenya Moore? Do you know... Not personally. Twirl... (laughs) (laughs) Like twirls on. Um, Kenya Moore has been on the search for love since she's 
started on Housewives of Atlanta. Now that's how her, many years ago is that? Look, a couple. How pathetic! She hasn't had a relationship she's in that a, many years. What a loser! No, the problem is she's had relationships, but they may or may not be real. So, oh, there like was, my girlfriend who lives in Canada. <laughs> yes, that's hundred <laughs> percent. She said, season one, that she was in love with this guy Walter, who appeared who may have been paid or may have just agreed to play the part of her boyfriend to be on camera. Then she was in love with some sort of prince or royalty who no one ever met on camera, never had a name. She was maybe pregnant, maybe not, maybe doing IVF, maybe not, never made any sense. Now, Kenya, who's in her mid-40s-ish, is dating this guy named Matt, who's like 28 or 29, and has really, really serious anger and jealousy issues. Like, there are 29-year-olds who you'll meet who are, like, maybe 14. And yeah. there are 29-year-olds you'll meet who are maybe 57. Like, right. it really depends. But Matt's 100% super, super emotionally immature and has gotten violent and aggressive. And in an episode this week, he was upset about being disinvited to some dumb bullshit party um, out of town and reacted by punching her driver when he tried to get in her car and she was like, don't let him in. There are scenes for next week where she shows up at her house and glass has been punched. There are drops of blood. And I think he like kicked in the window to her car. Meanwhile, so we're all watching this. I'm watching this as a viewer being like, Kenya, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you dating this person? Someone in a second ever was physically aggressive with me, emotionally aggressive, verbally abusive. Mm -hmm. I would be like, bye. That's not because I think I'm a great person. That's just like, I just wouldn't. There's like a level. There are levels of you treating me like shit, but like the lowest, Mm -hmm. lowest level would be responding in that kind of way. doesn't make sense. It feels like she's forcing something. And for the very first time and looking at Kenya on the show... I'm thinking to myself, I don't think she's doing this so that she can have a relationship on the show. I think she really just wants to make this mm-hmm. work for love, yeah. which is so sad yeah. and crazy and just kind of like weird when you look at a woman who's so in control in so many ways, for better or worse. I mean, she's the one that introduced props and, you know, to reunions and has done done stupid things like she has been aggressive herself but to watch someone try to figure out a way to make this acceptable as a relationship is insane and she was on watch what happens this past week with erica jane which was phenomenal and said that she and matt were trying to make it work and it's like it's like rihanna oh my god it's a hundred percent like rihanna and chris brown when that happened and i was like why would you ever talk to him ever again from someone who kicked the shit out of you. Why would you ever think that's okay? And they, I don't know what it is. And it's such, in both cases, such strong women reacting in ways that just make me sad. I don't know. It's kind of like a sad Sally moment. Both Kim and um, Kenya, the two Ks. It was kind of weird. It was sort of a downer. Guys, I'm like ending this week on such a downer moment. Well, maybe it'll turn around. Maybe it will turn around. So what do you think is going to happen in the rest of the season on Beverly Hills? Oh, God. Um, Do you think there's going to be like any crazy cat fights? Do you think that Lisa, um, LVP, and Kyle will become um, arch enemies by the end of the season? Do you think they'll stay friendly? I think... It's hard to imagine anything between them ever changing. Yeah. 
But Kim is like a weird wrench in the whole thing because Kyle could stand by Kim or not. And if Kim is against Lisa Rinna, will Vanderpump take Kim's side? Will Dorit take Kim's side? Like, so will it be Kyle and Dorit and Kim against everybody? Like, I feel like it could go so many different ways based on how Kyle and Kim stay together. Yeah, it's strange. I don't, it's weird, this whole dynamic, because Kyle doesn't want to get between Rinna and Kim, and I think it's because she agrees with Rinna on yeah, some totally, point. 100%. And has experienced it more than anybody else, obviously, totally. in a relationship with her sister, but also doesn't want to put her sister in a vulnerable state. Yeah. It's sort of weird. It is very much like a watch what happens. Like, we'll see... How this pans out. I hope that Kim is not utilized a bunch for the rest of the season. Because while it gets us some crazy moments, I think it's not going to really work out in her favor. I don't know. I think maybe she should be like a full-time grandma and like do other things. I don't think she's meant for this world. She's not going to She's not gonna circle. This isn't like Camille's great return when you come back as a saint. What does Marilyn like, call her? St. Camille, Camille. <laughs> which she is. That's the question. Do you think Camille would ever come back full time? I mean, um, let's pray. I kind of think not because she's so she great doesn't now. need the money. She doesn't need the and money. And she comes now and that she rules the roost she so really beautifully does. without any effort. Oh, if the theme of this week, guys, is elegance, then we just have to end with bowing down to St. Camille. St. Camille. She's got elegance. Oh my she's God, what got elegance <laughs> if you ain't got elegance. <laughs> Um, phenomenal. So, listeners, such a pleasure. I hope you like the new audio. If you don't, I swear to God, guys, don't make me learn stuff. It's terrible. Um, Ben Rimmelauer, such a pleasure to have you. Pleasure is mine. I love kikiing with you. I love kikiing with you. It's so good. It's so, we didn't even talk about Jersey. Shit's happening next time. Oh, God. Next time we're going to be back. A lot to say. A lot to say. And I need to get your thoughts on Melissa Gorga's, um... Uh, boutique no more which is um hashtag envy question mark i don't know what's happening um so listeners everybody have a great week we'll be back next week and um kadoos to you bye guys bye. Bye.